Hi everyone, welcome to The Last Sisyphus, a podcast dedicated to fiction and philosophy. I'm your host, Colin Jones, and today I want to talk a little about my writing process. First things first, my debut novel will be available all over the world via Amazon at the end of July, and you can pre-order the Kindle edition right now with the link that's listed below. The description of the book is as follows. On the brink of nuclear war with the Neo-Axis powers, the divided States Department of Unspecified Services launches Project Sleepless Dream. This clandestine operation, headed by Dr. Pernell Norlin, is tasked with developing what are called human nuclears a nuclear explosive genetically embedded inside of human test subjects. As Dr. Norland begins to question the ethics of his work, his wife Stella Norland is captured as a test subject. Caught between the threat of nuclear apocalypse and psychological turmoil, Dr. Norland must reckon with the potential fallout of his misplaced genius. Project Sleepless Dream is a novel that tackles the moral and philosophical questions surrounding war, antinatalism, and the bittersweet progress of science. At once a satire and cautionary tale, This novel draws on themes of family, national duty, and what it means to be human in the 21st century. Now, writing a full-length novel is something I never really thought would happen. I had experienced some success in screenwriting while at the University of Alabama, and I'd gotten my writing feet under me with various genres, such as short stories, poems, and certain forms of journalism, but the prospect of drilling away at a novel just seemed insurmountable. It's not that I didn't want to write a novel, but it was that I didn't think I could. The idea of spending months on a single project seemed a bit much, and with my relatively short attention span, I thought I was limited to short forms, such as the short story and poetry. But happily, I proved myself wrong. I've received several messages and emails asking me to explain how the process of writing works for me. To learn that people would be interested in my experience is not only flattering, but it also communicates that others are thinking of writing something of their own, and that's perhaps the best news. And then I'm sure there are several of you who have already published their first book, or second book, or third book. If that's the case, you may find some of this information a bit redundant or contradictory to your own experience. And that's all right. We all have different ways of going about the same thing. But the short of it is simple. Write every day. As pretty much every other human who writes has said, there is no secret or way to circumvent this part. You just have to do it. I've had to learn that my writing is going to be garbage, at least at first. The perfectionist side of me wants every word to be impeccable before moving on to the next. And I'm sure this describes some of your approach to writing as well. This approach is a viable one when writing short stories, but it's simply unrealistic when working on a novel-length project. I'm what Kurt Vonnegut referred to as a basher. Vonnegut said that there were two kinds of writers. There are swoopers and there are bashers. He described swoopers as people who write a story quickly, higgledy-piggledy, crinkum-crankum, any which way. Then they go over it again painstakingly, fixing everything that is just plain awful or doesn't work. And this is definitely not me. It's safe to say that this isn't my natural disposition. It's something I've had to learn over time. But then Vonnegut also describes what bashers were. And these are people who write one sentence at a time, getting it exactly right before they go on to the next. And when they're done, they're done. This one is me, 100%. And it's likely I will always be this way. It's just the way my brain works. It keeps me from getting discouraged along the way, too. If I know that every word is the very best it can be, at least for the moment, 
I can feel okay with moving on. Of course, the initially written words are rarely those that remain until the end. This is why I mentioned that the basher strategy is just not feasible when writing something as long as a novel. It would take just too long. I think it's important to maintain perspective in the process of writing, too. What turned out to be Project Sleepless Dream started out as a magical realist short story about a boy born with a glass cranium filled with plutonium. It was supposed to be a satirical comment on overpopulation and the dangers of bringing a child into the world. And yeah, though there's plenty of that still involved in the final product, it's much, much different now. It's more expansive. Now it's a dystopian satire on the American military-industrial complex and antinatalism. Love, family, and how it takes only one idea to flip the entire world upside down. It covers a lot of this stuff. And it's told through documents, emails, declassified government docs, letters, transcripts, you name it. It's a weird form, and it took a long time to develop it. But the first iteration of this story, the short story, about the glass cranium, that was three years ago. Tens of thousands of words have been changed, omitted, and added to arrive at what it is today. The whole novel writing process is a journey, at least it was for me. The old adage holds true, only write something if it's what you want to do. If you do it for any other reason than having a profound love and affection for words, I don't think it's going to happen for you. And it should probably go without saying that money is a non-factor. Unless you're writing commercial fiction that really catches on, which is incredibly rare, money should not really be something of interest to you. It's definitely not to me. There's no telling how many times I told myself I was done writing, that it was too difficult to continue. As many of you already know, the process of writing is a very difficult one. It's just plain hard. It's hard to fill a blank page or screen with something. It's hard to imagine a world that will both hold your attention and appeal to potential readers. It's just hard. And I don't mean to be discouraging here, but it's just the reality of it. It's hard. Even Nietzsche knew this to be true. That's why he suggested that anyone who sets out to write a novel ought to take at least a decade to do so. While I think that's a bit overblown, I understand the sentiment there. It's also why David Foster Wallace once said that no one under the age of 25 should be allowed anywhere near a pen and paper. Again, I don't view this as a rule. I think that people who are younger can write, but it's a worthwhile observation nevertheless. And this may be shocking, but another valuable lesson I've learned in the past seven years of writing is this. Ideas are cheap. I recently had this discussion with someone on social media. Generating ideas is the easiest part of the entire writing process. Perhaps the easiest. I mentioned a moment ago how hard it is to come up with quality ideas, but that's the easiest part. Anyone can become aware of their daydreams. The challenge is how to convert your daydreams into a coherent flow of sentences that are comprehensible to those who live outside your own brain. That's the challenging part. It's easy to write an easily understood sentence. It's not easy to write a sentence that gets your audience to feel the precise way you want them to. And perhaps this endeavor altogether is impossible but I think it's still worthwhile to try. It takes a lot of time to sculpt quality sentences. That should go without saying. This is not to say I have it all figured out. I definitely don't. But I'm better than I was seven years ago. And for me, that's good enough. At least for now. I'm continuing to learn and get better. Sculpting sentences seems to be the most overlooked part of the whole thing. As an instructor of composition at a university, it's clear as day that students are not being properly prepared to write with precision and clarity on a sentence level. There are a lot of reasons for this, but the bottom line is that you have to care just as much about a single sentence as you do about the entire world you're building, specifically in fiction. They are contingent upon one another. One cannot fully exist without the other. The one piece of writing advice I've given to virtually every person I've ever spoken to about the writing process is this. Write in declarative sentences. Literally. 
write in declarative sentences. This doesn't mean that these sentences will remain as straightforward as they are initially written, but it helps get the ball rolling. Even if I want to write a flowery paragraph about Daniel going to the grocery store, it's best to get out in basic form what I wish to accomplish. Let me give you an example. Daniel woke up at 7.55 a.m. He sat up, grabbed his clothes, and got in the shower. The water was colder than usual. He dried off and put on his favorite shirt. The car was almost out of gas. He stopped at the gas station next to Nelson's grocery hub and filled up the tank. He thought about everything he needed as he waited for the tank to fill. The grocery store was packed with people. Carts bumped into one another. It was the weekend. What did he expect? See, the above sentences are perhaps dead at the moment. Completely dead. Unalive. But they at least let me know what I want to say. I know the progression of events. Now I can work on bringing them to life. I've found this process keeps me from biting my knuckle, hoping the greatest sentence in history is going to pop into my head. And, as a spoiler, those sentences never just pop into my head. They take a lot of work, and I'm sure they take a lot of work for you. And if you haven't sat down to try and write something in long form sentence after sentence, you'll find out it's, it's challenging. It might be easier for you than it is for me, but it's quite difficult. The writing process is a difficult one, but it is completely attainable by those who have an honest love for it. And there is a payoff. To know that you've been able to create an entire world is a payoff in itself. But I would only recommend that you set out to write something that you absolutely believe in. Don't do it for the money. Don't do it to be recognized by this or that person. Just do it because you want to do it. Do it because there's a story in you that wants to be told. Just do it for you. The only thing in the publishing world, in creating a story, the only thing that's in your control is writing a good sentence. Start with that. If you enjoyed this episode, and by extension this podcast, please consider supporting me through Patreon. New episodes air every week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I also have a YouTube channel where I talk about books, philosophy, and what is going on in my own reading life. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to me via Twitter or Instagram at the Last Sisyphus, or shoot me an email at Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N, Jones, the number 15, at ProtonMail.com. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.